0: All right, and we are live, so good morning. Good morning to all of you out there. We want to wish you a very happy Saturday. I want to welcome you once again to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show where coaches, leaders, entrepreneurs, discuss the ups and downs of creating a successful career and business. This is season two, episode eight, and I am super excited because on today's show, we are going to talk about leading with audacious confidence. We're going to break that down a little bit, talk about what it is, what it looks like, and what it is not. And then talk about some strategies for building that leadership confidence so that you can be successful. So before we get into the rest of our introductions, uh, just a couple of housekeeping items. If you're out there and you're watching, don't forget to tell us who you are, where you're watching from. And we want to know what's in your cup. We have a big, big favor to ask of you if you're watching live or if you're on the replay. We want you to like and share the video so that others out there can enjoy it as well. Now, as we go through our conversation, you're likely to hear something that resonates with you when you do. Don't forget to comment on it. We want to bring your comments into the conversation. It helps sort of keep us on track, keep us honest. And we also get to get your input involved as well. And then finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll place a link in the comments. um, And then we are going to go ahead and get started. So I'm very excited. My name is Rhonda Y. Williams, and I'm your host for the show. I'm an emotional intelligence strategist, a leadership coach, helping leaders shift from overwhelmed to overjoyed, from stuck to unstuck. The whole purpose is creating the consistent results that they want to show up in their personal and professional life, um, the results that they deserve and that they desire. So that's who I am. And this morning, let me just show you what I got in my cup. This morning, this is my cup today. It is my one of my favorite cups, Be Awesome, uh, today and every day. And in my cup, I have tea, with uh, lemon and ginger. So that's me and what's in my cup today. Let's go ahead and do our introductions. And um, I have to crack up because I am wearing red today, which and I never wear red. And I'm wearing red in honor of the red carpet CEO who is joining us today. So let's go ahead and introduce our guests and then Roz will come to you and Marae will come to you for the introduction. So Alicia, good morning,
1: good morning, and welcome to the coffee table. Good morning. Thank you so much. And thank you for wearing red for me today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something in the green room, but I thought, oh, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> wearing red. Awesome. so, so you are, tell us a little
0: bit about you and
1: then uh, tell us uh, what you have in your cup. Absolutely. So my name is Alicia Curry, like you said, and I am an audacious confidence growth expert. So you refer to me as the red carpet CEO. Uh, That is I always look at businesses from the standpoint of the red carpet. So anytime I work with anyone who is looking to develop a stronger brand for themselves, I look at you like, do you deserve to be on the red carpet? Does your business deserve to be on the red carpet? So that's where that came from. Um, So I work with I work with leaders, CEOs on helping them to develop uh, stronger teams in their organization that are more productive and and um and purposeful and leading with of course audacious confidence to match their business goals and their their talent goals so we make sure that who they have on their team is getting them where they want to go so either with hiring or restructuring or whatever it needs to happen in their organization i also work with entrepreneurs to help them build a stronger brand so that they can show up, like you said, show up more powerfully in their business. Um, so that's me. That's what I do. And also, I am the co-founder and um, executive producer of Dramaniac TV, which is uh, Rhonda has been on um, one of our shows and I've invited her back to be on another one of our shows. But we do live streaming shows as well weekly. Um, from Monday through Friday. And we have shows on that platform, Germaniac TV. So um, what you got your cup? So my cup, I was telling Rhonda, my cup is actually a very old cup. It's probably the oldest cup I have. And my daddy gave it to me years ago and it's got my name on it. He went to Kansas City. He visited Kansas City. I don't know if it's Kansas City, Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas, but he went to Kansas City and he bought me a cup. So <laughs> so I I I everybody in the house knows not to touch my cup. So that's the cup I have today. And I got water with lemon in it, hot water with lemon, and that's that's what I got going on today.
0: Wonderful! Thank you so much, Alicia, and we will be sure not to touch our cup. Uh, <laughs> we will know the rules if we go to Alicia's place. Awesome! So, good morning, Roz. Good morning to you, and tell everybody who you are in case they haven't been here before. And then, what you got? In your cup?
2: Well, the first thing I have, I have, you know, I'm at work, so I have Tigger. Um, tigger. <laughs> yes, I just want to show you my cup, and I got to turn around and see. I have cinnamon i had to look and see what what, what did i put in my cup this morning <laughs> but for those of you who may not be familiar with me by for some osmosis i don't know why but i am ross jones i'm in jacksonville florida i am the ceo and owner of jacksonville's best caregivers where we provide four levels of specialized care to your loved ones: sitter homemaker companion home health aid and certified nursing assistant all right ladies how do we say it and when you can't do it all you give us yes, a call
0: Awesome. Thank you, Rod. Thank you. Mireille,
3: good evening to you. Good morning to you, Rhonda. Hello, everybody. My name is Mireille. I'm based in Perth in Australia. I'm uh, the greatness engineer. So I'm an engineer in the oil and gas industry, but I'm also coach. And uh, the founder of the Mirai Tinekima Global Leadership Organization, where we make sure people take control of their lives, take control of their success, and step into their greatness. And I'm very happy to be here again. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Marie, what you got in your cup? So, what I got in my cup is water. So, just before going to bed, I'm going to drink <laughs> heaps of water. And uh, to to be able to have some good dreams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be well hydrated for your dreams. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get into our conversation today. And I was excited about this conversation because I think confidence is one of those um, topics that is always very powerful. It can be insightful. It can be um, allow you to take a little bit of a reflective look at your own life and the way that you're showing up in the world. You know, when I think of confidence, the first thing I did is I sort of said to myself, "Okay, so what is confidence? You know, if you go to Merriam-Webster, there's a lot of different definitions. But one of the definitions is a feeling or consciousness of one's power, Mm -hmm. a feeling or consciousness of one's power. And that really stuck with me because as you think about confidence, it really is about owning that power and the way that you show up in that. The next thing I think about when I think about confidence is, you know, the work that I do is uh, uh, revolves around emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and in emotional intelligence. They've actually defined for leaders a set of 18 different competencies that leaders really need to pay attention to and be focused on in order to um, really show up sort of as their their best uh, selves. One of those competencies is confidence you know, and it falls under the realm of, are you self-aware? Do you know who you are? Do you know what your capabilities are? So on this conversation today, I want to go around and talk to all of you and and just ask you, what is confidence from your perspective? Um, What does that look like? And and how is it playing out in your own personal life Um, and so uh, let's go and start with you Alicia and so that you can get us started with sort of your um, branding around this is audacious confidence right and so is that different from confidence is confidence versus audacious confidence Uh, what are they and what's the
1: difference so for me thank you so much and that's the great definition I have always confidence is that like that missing link that sometimes you have the skill you have the talent but it's that inner um, knowing that you can that you can do it that sometimes people people um are have that that they're unsure and so it stops them or prevents them from really stepping into the possibilities of, of creating whatever it is that they're, they're designed to create in their life. So for me, audacious confidence, and, and the reason I use the, the, that phrase, audacious confidence, it's because sometimes you need a little bit more boldness to help push you over the edge. So you need, my definition of audacious confidence is that unshakable belief in yourself that's bold and daring, that allows you to step into the possibilities of your life. That allows you to, to to push yourself beyond the fear, push yourself beyond the the limitations, to say, you know what, I can do this, and if I don't know how, I'm gonna find out how. So, um, audacious confidence is just that next level of of um, being.
0: Yeah. So it's that it's that not that you know how to
1: do it but the confidence that you can figure it out, right? You can have the confidence it. that internal confidence in yourself that says, even if I don't know all the, that I need to know, I am willing to step into, I'm going to be bold enough to step into what's possible for me. Okay. unshakable in your belief in yourself.
0: Okay. And so unshakable, an unshakable belief in yourself, not in the situation. And I think that's really important. That's an important distinction as we go through, um, because there are some situations that I am very confident in. And there are other situations that I have zero confidence in the situation, but I have a lot of confidence in myself, right? For instance, I always talk about, you know, Marae being an engineer. Don't ask me anything about engineering. I have no clue and I have no confidence. Okay. But I know that if I put myself in the right situation that I'm Mm -hmm. certainly capable of figuring it out, right. And navigating that. So thank you for that. So Marae, let's come to you. What is confidence? mean to you and how does that how does that show up in your life
3: i think for me confidence comes back to trust but trust in yourself and uh, you you really need to have this self trust in front of any situation that you have to be able to tackle those situations and that's where you know that and i think that's where the confidence is is important and you know have this trust even if it's a situation that you've never been, you know, you've never experienced, but you have this trust in yourself that you can, uh, you can have a do it, you can have a overcome the situation. So for me, it's really about the trust that you have in yourself, and and being able to uh, to step into your power. I mean. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, boldly, like, like Alicia was saying, is that, you know, you know that you, you yes, you have those limitations, but you can do it. You can learn. You can uh, ask people. You can you can find a way. And, and, and I think for me, that's confidence.
2: Hmm,
0: that's awesome. So confidence, again, in yourself, building on trust. -hmm. Right, having to have the the trust in yourself to know that you can manage it. So, Roz, what is confidence um, for you? What does that look like, and what does it mean to you?
2: For me, confidence is being able to take a risk that others won't take. Being Mm -hmm. able to to step out and have that authority over a particular situation. Mm -hmm. You know that, you know, I when I walk into it, I own it. When I walk into it. It's mine. So like I said, I'm taking that risk, I'm walking into it and I own it. Um, or or not only walk into it, but then I can walk away from it. Oh. I can walk into it and walk away from it. So that's what I feel confidence is that, you know I can walk away from it and I'm okay. I'm in control of me. That person or situation is no longer in control of me. So that's my um, audacious confidence. <laughs> Wow. So
0: Raj, you bring up a really good point and Mm -hmm. being able to walk into something with confidence or being able to walk away from it with confidence. So how often do we stay in a situation because we're not confident, because we're not confident that if we walk away, we will be able to you know handle what's on the other side that you know we will get through it okay that whether it it doesn't matter if it's a job i I know people who have been at the same job for 20 years and hate it right (laughs) they've hated it for 20 years and they're still there and so when you dig a little deeper the bottom line is that they don't have the confidence that they'll be okay if they walk away from it Right. So, so I find that interesting. Thank you for bringing up that point. So, so if this is what confidence is the willingness to step in or step away, what is confidence not? And it and my and what I think about here is is there a difference between confidence and arrogance? Because I, I understand that there's a very fine line. And sometimes people confuse the two, right? You could show up as being confident, and then some people. Might perceive that as arrogance. So let's do a quick roundtable on that: confidence versus arrogance. What, it, you know, what do you see? What's the difference in those two, and why should leaders be cautious about veering into that arrogance lane? So, Alicia, um, what's the difference
1: between the two? Oh, there's a huge difference. So, arrogance is all about ego, and it's all about I am not interested in knowing what you have to say about anything. I know. And so when someone who's arrogant walks into a room um, and de- kind of demands attention and demands this kind of, well, look at me, I know all of this, versus someone who has that confidence in themselves, because mm-hmm. a lot of time arrogance is covering over some kind of insecurity or in- inadequacy, and it's a fear base, right. and so they have to prove that they are uh, either more knowledgeable or better than or uh, and and so they don't really want to hear what other people have to say when you're confident you already know what you know you're comfortable with yourself and so it's not combative it's more of um more collaborative and so i you can see when there's a difference between someone who's self-assured and really confident in who they are. They're more relaxed. They're they're they they're comfortable in their skin versus someone who's arrogant is kind of put off. You know, they're put offish. They're like uh, prickly. That's that's the way I it. Yeah, we don't want to be prickly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't embrace others. They don't embrace other people's opinion or other people's um, viewpoint. They're just, you know, like, they want to take over the world. Yeah.
0: So confidence versus arrogance. Marae, what do, what do you see in those two and the difference
3: between those two? You might be muted. So arrogance for me is more, you know, when people show arrogance, they, you know, they want to show that they're superior or they've done things that you, you're not able to do and really, you know, underestimating other people and uh, not actually proving that they, they, they're actually better than, than, than people. And they're really looking for the attention. And uh, and really you know want to put themselves there, get the attention. And uh, it's uh, it's a kind of insecurity actually, because if you're constantly looking for attention, then you have a problem. It means that you don't trust yourself, so you need to get uh, an approval, an external approval from people outside and uh, and you use arrogance for that. So it's, it's in a way um, uh, uh, an expression of fear mm-hmm. and an expression of not trusting yourself.
1: Hmm.
0: Fear, insecurity, not trusting yourself, um, mm-hmm. all related to if you feel the need to show up and, and be arrogant, right? If you're mm-hmm. crossing that line uh, yeah. from confidence to arrogance. Roz, what about you? What do you see in the in terms of the differences between confidence and arrogance?
2: To me, confidence is believing in yourself and you have the skills to back it, believing in yourself and having the skills, the education, the knowledge to back it. Arrogance to me is kind of cockiness. Mm -hmm. This this is my personal Mm -hmm. take on it. It's cockiness showing off like a peacock. I'm showing it all off, but I don't have nothing to back it. Mm -hmm. I'm just strutting and, you know, just I'm it. But yeah. but I'm it, but I'm it with nothing to back me. You you know, once that peacock turns around, all you see is his assets, right? You don't see anything. <laughs> What's your personal definition? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's so so. What I hear in that is that that arrogance is often lacking in substance, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all showing on the front. Um, in Texas, they they call it. All right, some of my Texas friends out there, you know, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in Texas they say all hat and no cattle. Cattle, right? (laughs) All hat and no cattle. (laughs) So Terrence is out there. He says, Good morning. It's an unstoppable day. Good morning, Terrence. Thanks for your comments. Collaborative and not combative. um, He says, And Um, It's better to be confident and not arrogant. It's not often that people want to be around the arrogant person, right? That's the person Mm -hmm. that you're typically turning and walking the other way when they come. You know, I think that how do you because I think sometimes when folks are arrogant that they don't really know that they're coming across as arrogant. How do, you, how do you let someone know? And this is a little bit down a different rabbit hole, right? But that's OK, because that's what we do. Because now I want to know if you're, if you're interacting and you're dealing with this person who is showing up as arrogant, how do we help them? How do you help them know and see that instead of uh, conveying confidence, they are conveying a- arrogance? And maybe have you ever had an experience where you have had to do that?
1: Anybody? I, have I have not. And the one thing um, that I've learned over time is that you can't try to change someone that doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. So if, they are already, if they're already not aware, self-aware, that they're being arrogant and how they're showing up, and they're not actually looking to, to show up differently, then again, they're combative. So anything you say to them about how they're showing up, their ego will get in the way and they will, they will deny and they will combat you on it. So it has to be someone who recognizes already that you know people are, are turned off by me or they're not really cooperating with me or, or I have a challenge communicating or getting my point across to people and they wa- already want to find out what's going on then you can approach them and and kind of work through that situation. But someone who's arrogant and doesn't really care. Just you're wasting your time and your breath as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what experience anybody else has, but that's my experience. It's like, you know, just. You you deal with the situation and you move on. <laughs>
0: well, it's interesting. So before we yeah. come, Maria, you have you wanted to add to that. So I wanted to acknowledge Maria, who's out there. Hello, Maria. Thank you for tuning in again. Maria's been tuning in the past few shows. Maria said, "Hey, just tell them to straighten up."
1: <laughs> <laughs> straighten up, you tell them they're being arrogant and they'll just bite you. On well, Maria, you go ahead
0: and try that. And let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Straighten up and fly, right? And so um, so before we do that, just a quick commercial. If you're just tuning in, you're watching The Coffee with Rhonda. So we're having a conversation today about uh, audacious confidence. And we took a little bit of a turn to talk about sometimes that con- confidence crosses a line into arrogance. And how do we handle that? So, Maria, you were going to add?
3: No, I, I think the it's it's a difficult process because if uh, I mean if the person is scared and always want to show off, they they they're not gonna they're not gonna listen they're not gonna listen because being arrogant or, by being arrogant they're already putting you down, so they don't want to listen to you because they underestimate you and they will never listen. So the best way I think I mean I've I've dealt with. Cases like that is to just walk away. Don't give them the attention because that's what they're looking for. They want, yeah. a they so want to find it. They want attention. Up. I think they turn down and they, they 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 take another approach. But if you give them the attention, then uh, then you you're caught in the game, and and that's important to know. I I think
0: this is this is cracking me up. I started laughing as I read it. So Maria said, I've told people not to be so arrogant, and they haven't spoken since. So. <laughs> you see <laughs> so that didn't work out that didn't work out so well right so i'm mean, i gonna give a different take in just a second but ross what do you think about the person who shows up and they're showing up in this very arrogant way um what do we say what do you do
2: S- some of them will take the feedback some and and that's a T tiny few, <laughs> look, that's this small. That many.
1: That many. <laughs> that many, A <Roz>, that many. <laughs> a T
2: timesy, a T few. <laughs> a T timesy few, okay. Mm-hmm. Then there's some you have to put in time out, and then there's some that won't change. However, we have to look at the bigger picture. They're being arrogant to me because there's something that they're trying to hide or cover that they don't want people to know about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so you have to, you know, you know, we talk about people being arrogant, but then what are they hiding? You know, what is it? What what is it that weak area that they don't want you to know about them? So there's some type of weakness or something that's going on. A lot of times when people are that arrogant, something is wrong. Something is wrong. So, um, so, you know, like I said, I'm gonna go back to again, T timesy, T tiny. there's a T timesy (laughs) few. So I. they would take the information and change it. then others like you know alicia they may have to come to her class you know what i'm saying
1: the audacious are the ones that want to improve and want to change <laughs> and they recognize, yes. Yeah, yes. They recognize yes. that something yes. is is, mm-hmm. is wrong or that they're what they are thinking is confidence really is not confidence and and they have that kind of misunderstanding of what confidence is and so that this is how they've been approaching it and then they realize well maybe it's not that way but right. yeah it it has to be self-recognized for well, the, the things to happen for real change to happen
0: well, it's interesting because i wonder if the way to get them to the point of recognition is um through inquiry right by asking questions and asking not saying to them you're being arrogant because most people are going to be defensive about that right Mm -hmm. most people are not going to want to uh receive that very well but if you ask maybe some questions uh so we were in the last meeting, it, it felt a little tense to me. How did it feel to you? Did it go the way that you expected it to? I wonder what could have gone differently. Is there anything that you see that could have made it? You know, So maybe by asking a natural set of questions and sort of allowing them to evolve and come to this conclusion on their own. Because like you say, Alicia, once they come to the recognition, then they are more likely to be open to change and want to accept uh, some of the feedback. But just telling them, uh, especially for a person who's already arrogant, um, probably is not going to uh, work very well. Although Maria said it did work out well because she doesn't have time for arrogance. (laughs) It
1: depends too on the situation. If this is someone you have to deal with on a regular basis, then you have to make it work and you have to be able to come to to some kind of agreement. If it's someone who just, you just met and it's like, I don't have time for this, just walk away, you know? So if you are in a relationship and I'm talking about like a work situation an environment where you have to be around this person all the time, you can't just walk away from it and have to be able. So like you're saying, Rhonda, you know, ask questions and and really engage with them. So it depends on how much it's really affecting your life and how much you care, you know, how much do you care that this, person evolves and how much do you care that the situation is better and how much do you care that that your comfort isn't as as disrupted every time this person comes into the room so mm-hmm. you just met someone and you know they're arrogant i mean how much do you really care whether or not because you're not going to probably not going to see them again so right right it just depends on what the relationship and the situation is
0: then, then you can easily remove yourself from the situation Um, that way, let me ask this question. Is there a a risk for women who show up confidently? Is there any sort of gender dynamic, um, at play when women show up very confident in their ability and who they are, you know, um, because for me, sometimes I think when you do that, you get labeled, they might call you the B word or or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you guys think is there a risk for women who show up really confidently and then how do we how do we navigate that number one how do we be aware of it and knowing that it's possible that others may take your confidence and mislabel it um and then number two how do you how do you handle and navigate that Roz i'm gonna come i'm gonna do a reverse roundtable this time Roz I'm gonna come to you first. <laughs>
2: Dog, <to> <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping she would come first, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the secret I'm, I'm the secret square. Okay. So anyway, um I did, uh in, in the last what five or six months I took a, a disc um assessment. Mm-hmm. And so with the DISC assessment, the, the man said, well, do your employees know how to treat you? And I said, treat me? <laughs> I, said, I said, do you know how to treat me? He said, do they know what you expect? I said, yeah, they, they, they better. Yeah. yeah, they know. Mm-hmm. So, but he said, but do they know how to treat you so that, so that there's not um, any type of, you know, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like conflict, or conflict, or you know, they don't enjoy their job. And I said, No, I said, But can you help them with that? So he sat down and did, you know, some trainings with them. This is the type of person Roz is. This is why she's a type. This is why she pushes so hard. And when she pushes this hard and this happens, this is how you need to respond to her. When she asks you this, this is how you need to respond, and you'll get better feedback from her. It's Mm -hmm. made a huge difference wow huge difference huge difference some of them have stayed and some of them have left mm-hmm. but the whole thing is is that it's okay it's okay mm-hmm. because you know they realized that it was not a good match and you know um every, you know everybody's not not a good fit you know just like the oj is not a good fit we got to quit so you got to quit you got to go somewhere else <laughs>
0: If if the glove doesn't what wait what was it if the glove, if the glove
1: doesn't don't fit you must have quit must acquit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: that's a great analogy so um, because there are people that don't always fit in with the mm-hmm. you know the equation but so Marae you are at this organization or running this business and you show up in your full power and confidence and then there are people who take that the wrong way. Um, you know, is that a real thing, or is that just in my head? That it might be because you're a woman, and then how do you navigate that?
3: It, I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, I've been work, I've been working in in male dominated environment all my life, and uh, and and you can see uh, that when you when you come with confidence, the first contact with men is is sometimes very challenging, because they don't expect women to challenge them. And, uh, and and for them, they have a certain, uh, I mean, they represent some woman in a certain way. And when you, you get out of this box that they, they, they have in their head, it's a challenge. So the communication is very important. Communication is very important. And uh, one thing that I used to do when, uh, when, I, when I, I, I came into those situations is to try to engage the person outside the work environment so that we can have a proper, you know, uh, connection, uh, communication, and so that they understand, you know, what uh, what person I, I am and how I I function, how I communicate. But it, it you need to have, you know, you need to, to put a lot of effort because uh, there's some stereotype and uh, most of the strong women are actually um, quite challenged. Uh, because they expect women to basically just always stay quiet and listen and don't come up with their idea and trust themselves and, co- and really, you know, come boldly on the table. They, they, they just want, you know, you to sit there. And uh, so you basically have to educate them to, to, um, to define the, the rule of engagement and upfront, because otherwise it's a, it's a difficult situation.
0: I love that. So Stephanie's out there. Stephanie says, hey, sisters. Hey, Steph. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, it is really interesting that sometimes you have to manage um, mm-hmm. what others expect. They have this idea. And mm-hmm. sometimes, um, Alicia, I think sometimes it's just as um, difficult from other women, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it, it's not just that men have a hard time with that. Women also have a hard time with a strong mm-hmm female presence sometimes because they're used to that from a man, but they're not always used to that from a woman. And that's when we start to get labeled. So, so Alicia, what do you see um, in this realm?
1: My turn. So (laughs) I've been taking notes. I've been writing down notes. So, First of all, women cannot show up like men, right? Mm -hmm. We can't show up confidently, like a man shows up. We can't use mes- masculine energy to, sh- to display our confidence. Cause I think that's when a lot of men start feeling threatened or something like if we're trying to show up the way they show up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's about owning our feminine energy and our feminine confidence and showing up as we would in our authenticity. So when we show up authentic and confident, it it, in my experience, for men, it's not as threatening as if I showed up in masculine energy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and I appreciate what Murray said about, you know, that she is in male-dominated industry, so she gets that male bias all the time. Um, and she takes it outside of the workplace to build that relationship so that she can be a strong woman in her feminine energy and not... Um, it's not try to show up like a man would show up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, the other thing that I wanted to say about that, so when we show up as, as strong women in situations, especially in male dominated situations, it uh, I think it's it can be less threatening if we're not showing up like a man would show up, but wearing oh. women's clothing. Um, The other thing, when we talk about other women being threatened by it, they have their own insecurities. So if you show up a certain way and they have insecurity about their own confidence and about how they show up, they will start trying to label you and they will Mm -hmm. start saying all kinds of stuff about you. And the one thing I I actually, like I do these tips every week, um, audacious confidence tips. And my tip this week was, your opinion is none of my business. What you think of me, is not my business. How you perceive me is not really my business because I'm going to show up how I show up. I'm going to be confident in who I am. I know who I am. If you see me as a bitch, then that's on you. You're not taking the time to get to know who I am and you want to label me and you want to say whatever you want to say about me. It doesn't change who I am, Right? doesn't change me. And I'm going to love you and I'm going to be the same way to you, however you are um so that's your choice it's your choice to label me however you want to label me but that doesn't mean that i'm going to change who i am or show up differently um, to make you more comfortable with me um and then everyone has their biases and everyone has their choice so it's really up to us as women to be authentic in who we are Mm -hmm. And to lead with love, and lead with compassion, and lead—we're talking about leading with audacious confidence. When you can really fully love and accept yourself, and you can lead with who you are, and your love, and your compassion, and your and and your um, your confidence, then why does why why should it matter what someone else who's not willing to even get to know who you are, what they think? What yeah. is a it- Really great, really, really great
0: points because the ability to lead effectively um, will require us to be able to deal with all of these different situations, whether it's biases or, you know, someone is quote, being unfair. What did my mother say? Who said life was fair, right? <laughs> so fairness mm-hmm. has zero to do with it, almost like Tina T- Turner said about love, right? What's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. What's fairness got to do with it? It has nothing to do with anything. And so if we're showing up that way, looking for that, wanting that, um, then we're so focused on that we're not focused on leading in the way that we need to lead we need to work on our communication we need to be authentic we need to have that compassion and i love that you talked about that feminine energy because i think um, that that's so important precious is out there good morning precious thank you for tuning in i love that your opinion is none of my business absolutely we cannot get wrapped up into that um and then she says you speak miss uh miss alicia <laughs> and she shared, she shared the video that's important but she says our authenticity is what attracts those divinely connected to us yes yes so you know i think that's a really important point everyone is not designed for your message mm-hmm. Everyone mm, is not going to that's be good. accepting yeah. of you and everyone is not going to jump on the bandwagon because you show up and say, hey, I got the goods, I'm here. It's okay. you got to
1: worry about that, really. I love that, that's a mic drop. But um, a few weeks ago, I, I know um, I, it was the anniversary of my first book signing and one of the tools that I use is the alter ego. Um, to help people really step into the, the best possible them, uh, help them to create that alter ego. And I had my own alter ego. And when I did my first book signing four years ago, I was in my alter ego. And four years later, I actually, instead of it being my alter ego, it became my reality. So I did a post with the two pictures side by side. And I said, who would have thought four years ago, I was stepping on stage as the beauty queen, that was my alter ego. And four years later, I actually got crowned, you know, uh, Mrs. United States Woman of Achievement. So that was the post. And someone said that I was, what what she said, I was shallow and uh, I was, what was the words? I was shallow and self-aggrandizing. During this pandemic, during all this, how could you be so shallow and, self-absorbed and self-aggrandizing and you're what's wrong with women and you give women a bad name she was going off on me wow. about how i you know i probably teach women you know if they stop paying me i don't i don't help them anymore and i'm what's wrong with these gurus and all these women that talk about low self-esteem and all this kind of stuff and I, I'm like, what did I do to you? I just, I just said, I said, I don't know who hurt you or who took your money, but you didn't even take, you didn't even take the time to know me, and you just threw up all over me in my post. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like, I'm sorry that you're hurt. I really am, but. um. If you would it, just take the time to get to know who I was, maybe you'd have a different opinion. But you know, I apologize. I wish you well, and I wish that you were that that you get um, whatever closure you need in your life, and that you have a, a long, happy, healthy life. So, then, like,
0: if Abriana says that she was going through something personal. And, it, and it's so interesting because it's a really good point that those people that are showing up as that arrogance or they mm-hmm. are passing judgment on you, it is typically more of a reflection of them than mm-hmm. it is of you. So for us, I think one of the confidence factors is for us to know that we don't have to engage in that, right? We don't have to respond to every comment. We don't have, now Stephanie stephanie says oh i would have blocked her <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie said, get off my page you are done honey but you know what yes you can block her but you know what you also just don't have to respond that
1: is exactly. a choice that you get to make just like i oh, blessed her i just said you i thank you for your comment i appreciate that you don't know me but you know i bless you anyway
2: yeah it could have sometimes us not knowing what we do or what we say may trigger some type of emotion in somebody, and and it's nothing because of you posted. It's because that they have not dealt with that issue. I it just want to bring that out because sometimes we, people look at Facebook and they lash out. And they're like, just like you said, Alicia, I I, I haven't done anything. To you I don't even know you, but it triggers something back here in here.
1: That's why I said someone must have hurt you, and yeah. I, but you know that's not who I am. So yeah.
0: Priscilla has a really good comment out there. She said just had this experience with my ex, and it came down to me not being secure in me in that situation. That mm-hmm. realization made me shift internally, and I was elevated as mm-hmm. the result. Yay,
1: good Yay, Precious. That's awesome.
0: really nice because we have to be so, this is actually a perfect segue for us to shift into strategy for building confidence. Um, Because if we are in these leadership positions, it is important for us to um, show up confidently but not arrogantly. So what are some strategies um, and some ways to show up? So Stephanie says, right, sounds like she was triggered and displaced the emotion.
3: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So how do we build confidence in ourselves as leaders Um, and and especially knowing that there's internal confidence and then there's situational confidence? We talked about that at the beginning. So how do we show up confidently um, as leaders and how do we build that confidence in ourselves? And Marae, I'll start with you.
3: The, the 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 main the main thing is uh, we, we've talked about it today is to be authentic i mean don't reinvent yourself don't try to fit in you are who you are and you just have to you know to to go out there and show who you are and uh, and and communicate you know communicate who you are communicate with people make them understand exactly you know your values and your uh, uh your way of, of functioning and i'm always talk about putting the rule of engagement because that's what's gonna, you know, create the bridge between you and people that you need Because if you don't do that, then things are going all over the place. So that's, that's an important factor to, to have. And, uh, and, and really, you know, position yourself as role models. And reach out to people, understand, because I mean, the situation that Alicia went, went through, I mean, she didn't know the person, but if it's somebody in your team, you know that there's a problem behind. So you need to understand, you need to sit down with this person to understand what are the personal issues that uh, that this person have, and then position yourself as somebody who's gonna lead this person out of this, uh, this, this fiasco or this uh, emotion those emotions that they are going through. So they, they are, I mean, different, different way of, uh, you know, showing up as, as confident. You have to, to show that you care. I think that's the way also of, of, of showing that, you know, uh, you're confident and, but also making sure that you take some risk as well in, in everything that you do and, uh, and to, to be able to grow as a, as a leader and bring with you your your team or your people who are following you absolutely
0: i love that because it's so important that you you touched on something really important and that is taking risk um Mm -hmm. in my in my second book the dream life roadmap i did a whole chapter on risk because it's so important so i look at confidence as an account and it has Mm -hmm. a balance And you can actually add to your confidence account by building and doing activities that will create deposits into your account. We just have to know what creates a deposit and what creates a withdrawal. Right. What creates a deposit in your confidence account versus what causes a withdrawal from that account. Um, And so that's and I'll talk about that a little bit in just a second. But thank you for bringing that up. So uh, we got a couple of comments out there. Um, Precious says understanding is key and all I get it, get an understanding. Great point, Miss Moray. And then Stephanie's out there and said she's she agrees that it's important to be ourselves. But when we heal and grow, we are reinventing ourselves Yeah, through Mm -hmm. the process and transforming Mm -hmm. ourselves through the growth. Thank you so much for the for the conversation. (laughs) She says, come on, Miss Rhonda, confidence account. I love that. Absolutely. I'll talk about that a little bit more. Mm So um, what are some strategies, um, uh, uh, Alicia, that people can engage in to increase their confidence and raise
1: that confidence balance in their account? So one of the important questions to always ask yourself either going into a situation or when you come out of a situation, if you're going in, um, you can ask yourself who, who do I want to be in this situation? How do I want to show up? How do I want people to receive me in this situation and have this kind of pre like prepare yourself ahead of time. If you're coming out of a situation, you can ask them, who am I being? Even through the situation, you can ask yourself, like if your authenticity or your confidence starts to slip, who am I being in this moment? Am I being me or am I like being someone else to make everyone feel comfortable? Who am I being like? Always be aware, always be conscious of of who you're being and how you want to show up. Um, So that's one thing. Really know how you how you want to show up in a situation and then um, i did talk about the alter ego that's something that you can really really develop for yourself and it gets you to to being the best you that you can be and the ego is not creating some fantasy um person but it's really looking at who you want to show up as and if you don't yet have the confidence to show up as that person you create like lady gaga created this this other person that you can show up as. And she said that it gave Stephanie the permission to be who she is. It Mm -hmm. gave Stephanie permission to show up braver and bolder than she always did because she was so insecure about herself. So sometimes you need to create that, that person that you said, you know what, if I could do anything in my life, this is what I would do. And this is how I would be. Um, and then just step into that when you're in a situation that you don't know how to be, step into that person. So that's 22%. I love that. I love
0: all of that because you can creating something and then growing into it and then allowing it yourself to become transformed by it, it's very, very powerful. And Lady Gaga is such a great example of that. Look what her showing up that as Lady Gaga did for her, her life, her confidence, her
1: everything. And as an actor, she shows up as Stephanie and she said that gave her permission to now go after the things that she really wanted to do, but didn't have the confidence to do before. I love that.
0: Um, So. So precious says literally step into it, visualize it, become it in your head before you are uh, manifesting that on your external world and in your external life that's very cool stephanie said yes and then (laughs) and then precious says who am i being in this moment this is good stuff so Roz, what what do you think what are some strategies that we can have as leaders to build our self-confidence in these different situations
2: well my alter ego i want to share the name of my alter ego lady her name is jaquita alize jenkins johnson
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. i thought you for a second said supercalifragilistice <laughs> my name is jaquita, jaquita
2: alize. alize jenkins jenkins, jenkins. jenkins.
3: jenkins. <laughs> johnson jenkins. Johnson. Wow, yeah. I can't even pronounce
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to see with Johnson <laughs> yeah.
2: So when she shows up, she's so, and it's, it's totally different than what you see here. Trust and believe it's a whole <laughs> other person that you all have never met. <laughs>
1: Do we want to meet her? <laughs> Can we, we meet, her to meet her today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we might be scared to meet her. <laughs> my dear friend Jennifer is out there watching. She says, "I love Roz. That is awesome."
2: <laughs> oh my God but you know one one of, look look precious uh, i'm done with jaquita LSA, Jenkins johnson but the whole thing is one one of my things is is having good people in my circle to help me with my confidence not only to help me with my confidence but to correct me in the areas where i'm wrong right so i don't want anybody in my circle and uh, uh, uh precious s period brown as you see her name on there is a friend of mine and precious s period brown she's in my group and and she corrects me um you know miss rosa no we can't do this we can't do that and she knows sometimes that jiquita shows up and she she lets jiquita hang out and then she brings Jaquita in (laughs) but you know we have to have that time where it's you know as i tell people sometimes it's a no jesus zone we just have to let it out and let it go
0: No Jesus zone. Oh, my God. I, uh, we need to talk more about that in the green room. <laughs> I want to get
1: to Cooper, what's going on in the no Jesus zone? Oh, my goodness. It's all Jesus moments, but now there's a no Jesus zone. All right. <laughs> No,
0: it's wonderful. You know that that's really great, Roz, and all, such great tips. I hope you guys out there have a pen and you've taken some notes, because there's some good stuff going on right here. You know, as I went through, you know, one of the first things we talked about for building confidence is taking risk, right? Because when you take risk, what you do is you tell your psyche, "Hey, you took a risk and you handled it." You, you never
1: it. You <laughs> <did>. <laughs> we're
3: in the no
0: jesus zone now look terrace is out there he says Bye. Everybody, right? yeah. oh my goodness so handling your right? (laughs) When you handle your business and you can do that, then that builds confidence. And then you can reflect on that, journal it, write it down, because you know what? Sometimes we're moving so fast that we don't take time to acknowledge the wonderful things that we are doing, the way that we're showing up and getting positive results. Write it down, create a success journal. So when you start to feel your confidence waning, I want you to whip out that success journal and look at all the great and wonderful things so that you can build yourself back up so that you have an opportunity to reflect on the great things that you're doing. So those are some things. Jennifer says, what a great group of strong women, wonderful way to start Saturday. Thank you so much, Jennifer, that is Thank awesome. You. Precious says we, uh, she agrees, um, but here's one other thing. And this is a confidence deplete uh, depleter. So we talk about your confidence account, building your balance and depleting your balance. One way that you will deplete your confidence balance is by avoiding challenge, by Mm. avoiding conflict, by running away from it. Because what's the Remember, what's the message you're sending your psyche is I can't deal with this. I can't handle this. No, we're just going to back away. We're just going to hide from it. We're just going to. um evade the whole thing when you do that you cannot build your confidence so there are ways that you go about building that confidence account and that confidence balance step into it own your power and you know what Own when you make the mistakes you don't got to beat yourself up about it it just is what it is right oops didn't do that well Shaquita alize uh would probably
1: Thank you, Johnson. <laughs> that's
0: the thing for her right so Absolutely. So conflict builds character. So let's start our final round as we get ready to do our wrap-up. We want you guys to go through and share any any final thoughts that you have on confidence, leading with confidence, showing up with confidence avoiding that arrogance um, and any final thoughts and strategies that you have for the folks out there that are listening and tuning in. And then I'm gonna come to you last, um, Alicia, so that you can also share some information on your free gift that you have out there. So one more second before we do that, if you have not liked the video, if you have not shared the video, please do so. You're watching the Coffee with Rhonda show. We're having this amazing conversation about building your confidence and don't forget There's some Coffee with Rhonda gear out there and you can represent by going to coffeewithrondastore.com and get a t-shirt or a little tank top and, you know, rock the gear out there, represent. So anyway, your final thoughts as we go around and get ready to wrap up the show. Marae, we'll go backwards here on my screen. Let's start with you.
3: So my final thought is to to really encourage people to take more risk and uh, do something that you've never done you know each day you do something that you've never done so that you you can build your confidence and even if you fail you know you always learn something and uh, and again you know learning something builds your confidence as well so either you succeed either you, you fail you learn something and you build your confidence so try to you know to push your limits
0: and uh, and and it's gonna help you build your confidence awesome awesome stephanie's out there she said damn right rhonda show up to build self-confidence that's that's what we're talking about right you gotta show up you gotta go through the motions you gotta do it gotta step into it miss rod what are your final thoughts
2: well here's a couple of my thoughts from myself and jaquita we uh (laughs) When you're building, you know, so far as building your confidence, I, you know, I just told somebody a little while ago, don't lower your standards to please others. Don't mm-hmm. lower your standards to please others. And we're not perfect, but we're priceless. So we have to know our value, which helps with our confidence. And we also have to know that we don't have to lower our our standards. You know, my grandmother used to tell me, even a hooker has standards. Everybody has standards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Alicia, you're next, Charlie. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: hold on. Let me let you catch your breath because Jennifer says agreed. Keeping a journal regarding successes is so important. We're so busy every day we forget the breath we take. Reading about my successes at a later date is so helpful on my down days. You know, Terence had mentioned that, too. He said success journals are really good tools. Right. We got to work with it. We got to use tools. Don't keep it all in your
1: head. And I hope I've given you a minute to catch your breath there. Miss Yes, you sure (laughs) have. So um, I have I'm going to talk about the gifts that I have for you as well as how you can connect with me and and stay in touch. Um, But Two things that I wanted to share before I did that is forgiveness. Marais talked about that self-forgiveness. Be able to give yourself a break sometimes, you know, say, you know what? I love you and I messed up. I'm sorry. And it's okay. Let's move on. So being able to forgive yourself and not beat yourself up about mistakes. That's one thing. The other thing is to take inventory of what I refer to as your spiritual tags, your talents, your assets, your gifts and your skills. When you start taking inventory of who you are and what you got, you know, that raises your confidence level, too, because when you know what you got, your talents list them, your assets list them and assets um, are you can you can name anything as assets. You know, Uh, I'm short. I call that an asset because I can fit into all kinds of places <laughs> I can, I can get a seat on the bus, right? <laughs> your Assets, your gifts and your skills, and sometimes things that you don't see as assets, they really are assets. You just have to flip the script on it and see it as an asset instead of a liability. So take, take inventory of yourself. Um, and those are my, my additional tools that I want to give you. So, how you can get in touch with me, you can go to alicia360.com, A-L-I-C-I-A 360.com, and you can connect with me. You can look at my website. You can connect with me on all social media there. You can look me up. You don't have to Google me. Just go to alicia360. It's all there, everything. Mm. Um, and then um, I do have a gift. If you go to alicia360.com, it'll pop up there. Um, It is actually an an assessment that you can take for free. It is the audacious confidence assessment to kind of assess where you are in your confidence level. And um, after you take that assessment, one of two things is gonna happen. I'm not quite sure because I (laughs) I had a gift there that was uh, the seven secrets to audacious confidence, but I was recently on a, a summit and we, I was talking about personal branding. So it might either be a personal branding roadmap that you'll get, or you'll get the seven secrets to Audacious Confidence. Surprise,
0: one of those. <laughs> That's awesome, thank you
1: so much. So they need to, where do they need to go again? They can go to alicia360.com or audaciousconfidence.com. Wonderful, Wonderful. to Take that survey and get the free, the free gift. Thank you so much for sharing
0: that free gift. And, you know, for me and my final comments, I just think about understanding that confidence is yours to own. And it is an internal renewable resource, right? There is no reason why we can't build our confidence. It's something that's inside of us. We just have to take the steps necessary in order to lean into it, in order to do that. So
1: one thing, I know you're wrapping up, but one thing is, A misconception is you're not born with confidence. Hmm. You're not born with it. You have to develop it. You have to build it. Some people look at other people and say, "Oh well, I'm not confident like that person." But you can get. So don't think that you can't build your own confidence. Absolutely, and that and that goes to
0: that point that I was making. That it is an internal renewable resource, right? It will. You can build it. You can own it. You can develop it. You can strengthen it, and uh, to that point. You don't have to be confident in everything, right? Because it's not really about the external event or the thing. It really is about you and you owning your power. Um, my sister and I had this funny conversation because I am dating, right? Ugh, whoever thought I would be dating. But anyway, so, so, so I'm dating, right? I was married for 25 years. I never thought I'd have to date again. But there I am dating. Anyway, my sister would say, oh, you know, those guys, what they want and blah. You know what? I don't care. I, I could not care less what they want because it is all about me and what I want and nothing's happening that I don't want to happen. So I am confident in that right? I can step into that. It is really understanding who I am, what I want, how I want to show up in a relationship, in a professional setting, at work. Um, And it's taken some time, but I absolutely now get that. And I encourage everyone out there, if you are not confident, then really go and take that assessment that Alicia offered and really hone in on where you can begin to build your confidence. So we have had a blast today. Um, Precious says, You better know it. It's all about you. It's all about you, girlfriend. So wait, (laughs) we have to talk. Oh, (laughs) yes, Stephanie, we we must talk, dear. We we definitely must talk. So I want to thank everybody for being here on the show today. Alicia, thank you for joining our coffee table. You were amazing. So wonderful to have you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yes, you are absolutely welcome back at the coffee table. Marae, Roz, you guys, rock. you're awesome as always. If you are out there and you think you have the right stuff to join our coffee table, you can instant message any of us. Now, ladies, hold up your mugs. This will be our post-production shot. i got to get in the light here because I look like I'm in the dark with a big smile. Yay! Awesome. That'll be our post-production shot. Thank you, everyone. Please share the video, like the video, subscribe to our YouTube page as we continue to share information that we hope is helpful for you. And we laugh a whole lot while we're doing it. All right. For all of you out there, we'll see you back here next week. Same time, same station. Jennifer says, cheers. Yay. And then um, for all of our guests and co-hosts, stay tuned for just a minute. Bye, everybody. Bye.